0: No. More you talk now.
1: Hey guys, glad you're here. Our guest, huh? This guy's been for 10 years or more. He's been blazing a trail across country, Gulf Coast, East Coast, West Coast, internationally, globally, East Africa, uh, Southeast Asia. This guy is a singer. He's a songwriter, entrepreneur, visionary. Has shared the stage with numerous people. Too many to mention right now because I want to jump right into the conversation and uh there he is. Yo, what's up? Hey. Oh, man, how are you? Man, I'm doing fantastic,
2: man. How are you, brother?
1: Oh, I I'm the same, man. I'm so stoked to have you on to see you and thanks for taking time out of your schedule man i wouldn't have it no other way brother
2: i miss you man glad to be back with you man
1: oh hey man ditto on the feeling you know we got to find a way to hang out again and this is one way but we got to do some events together we'll talk about that later so no, right, doubt. Now, before, no doubt before we jump into this I felt like i should do some, maybe something a little random with you if you don't mind Kind okay. a random question okay are you ready for this Come on. what cartoon character is most like your personality? <laughs>
2: Oh, my gosh, man. Oh, okay. I'll probably have to lean into, I don't know if y'all in an anime or anything like that, uh, Dragon Ball Z, Goku. Okay, why? Goku, man. Goku, <laughs> because he's, like, <laughs> funny, nonchalant. He kind of got, like, a he's cracking jokes. He's, like, he's not, like, the super serious guy, right? But he <laughs> But he kinda knows when to turn it on and he's always like the underdog, right? So yep. he's like an underdog character, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like for him and him being part of my childhood, watching like I would get out of school and come home and watch like Dragon Ball Z I get out the bus. It was Batman and like Dragon Ball Z, bro. And so it would be a it would be Goku or it would be Bruce Wayne. It'll just <laughs> it'd probably be a blend between those two, dude. Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's you, Goku. that's you.
2: Yeah, I that that that's him. probably me, man. Like Goku would get beat up, and then he would come back and win. Like he would, he wasn't super perfect. And Batman was kind of like, yo, this is like a regular human dude, bro. Like he just yeah, yeah. Used, he just used what he had to like make what needed to happen happen. Yeah, yep, I kind of sure. feel like that's kind of who I am. You know what I mean?
1: Sure, sure. Not, you know, it's a great description of you. By the way, somebody uh, said Spider Man.
2: Spider-Man, yeah. That
1: must be their favorite, so. Or that must be representing their personality.
2: I got bit by a lot of things as a kid, but not the radioactive spider, man. So I didn't get the superpowers. But, yeah, I get it. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had a funny funny story. I had a a pet tarantula when I was, like, 19 or 20. And, uh, you know, don't tell nobody, but it broke out of the cage, like the little cage I had it in, and it was loose in my house. And uh, I was scared as I don't know what, dude, as a man. And I had to man up and go catch the tarantula that escaped her. <laughs> you am not I'm not going to be able to sleep in my house with the tarantula loose in my house, man. <laughs> no, but I got him. I, I got him, wrangled him in, man. I felt good. But, I, you know, I, I had a pet tarantula, you know. <laughs> I never had one of
1: those, but I had snakes. And one time a snake got out
2: ooh it, it got okay. out of
1: the little glass cage thing, and we could never find it and My mom especially was like, You gotta find this snake,
2: yeah you please, know, you it, can't go to sleep at night with a loose snake and nah, no, You gotta really can
1: you know it, it's Fortunately it wasn't poisonous, but it was just the fact that it was creepy crawly and the scales and all that stuff. So anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, <laughs> fun stuff. All right. Your sound. I mean, nobody can put you in a box. You know, there's no category. There's no I mean, I think it's so cool. Electric, dynamic, uh, performance. I mean, it it's just when did you start singing and writing songs?
2: Man, uh, Kind of an
1: unconventional
2: uh, time, man. I I started in my mid twenties, man, like twenty four, twenty five. Okay, you know, okay. I didn't start young. I wasn't a young phenom. You know, I started late, and I think that was a to a that was actually a benefit to me because I had okay. a lot of time. I had a lot of time to um, absorb a lot of different types mm-hmm. of music. And so I was always around just diverse people, diverse um, sounds, different people introduced me to different stuff. And so I was a mixed bag, mixed bag of different things, man. I wasn't a one trick pony. I wasn't totally dialed into one thing. And so it kind of helped me really um, relate. But I I was a late bloomer, man. Twenty
1: twenty four. Yeah, I mean, Uh, that really was. But you know what's so amazing is you because of that, you appeal to such a broad audience of people. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. it, it's you, you and we'll talk to you a little bit more about that later. But I don't like to be, you know, put in a box myself. And and as a right. drummer, of course, I started playing when I was in sixth grade, played professionally starting in seventh grade. But I play played a lot of different styles, still do. So I get calls from lots of different, you know, bands and and, and artists and stuff like that. And with you, I love that about you because it's there's that diversity and yes. I think that's huge. I think that's a really gift. So did you play an instrument at all when you were younger or it just, it was mid twenties and there you are.
2: No, man, no, I was a small town kid, Pittsburgh, Texas. Population wow. was like, you know, two, 3000 people in the town. Sure. Um, so I didn't, I didn't grow up pursuing music or having a mus- a dream of being a musical, you know, person or artist or anything like that. Hmm. Um, it just kind of, you know, it just kind of wham hit me, man, at 24. Like, bro, this is, this is who you are. And like the, the environment you've been around, the people you've been around and your affinity towards hearing good music and just vibing, Mm -hmm. it's ingrained in you. And now, you know, you know, based on the purpose that I feel like is in my heart and what prompted me to go into that, I kind of had the the foundations in me. I just had to kind of walk it out and it, it, begin to pour out of me as I begin to take that journey. And it's been so great that so is far.
1: So, yeah, that is so interesting. I think this is something good for people to listen to. You, it doesn't matter when you start the journey. Facts. you got. Facts. You got to start the journey. You know, it's 100% yes. start the journey. Uh, yes. Don't be afraid to start the journey. And it doesn't matter what age you are, um, but you start pulling all this stuff together, you know, yeah. that, that has brought you to where you are. And that, that's such a dynamic a force in in the experience and uh, now I, I i gotta digress for just a moment did you learn how to play the guitar in your mid-20s then yeah i did oh i
2: did good. yeah i picked it up no experience no nothing um i just felt prompted to I, I had a desire to play a certain type of um of songs and music and uh you know i really like just asked you know with my faith on the line there, just asked that, man, you know, God, man, I, I really want to do this thing. And he said, we'll go do it. Like don't depend on anybody else to do it. You do it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I took a step of faith and my wife, um, you know, we didn't have any money at the time, but she, she went out on a limb and used some credit and got me a guitar huh. and a person, that, the person that she worked with at the, at the, uh, the job she worked at, he was actually in a band. Huh. And uh, he drew on a on a piece of paper. He drew a guitar, and he he put the uh, the note to the guitar on there. So he labeled the strings. Yeah. And then he he penciled in. Uh, I think it was an E minor chord, and that's all I had to start with. And wow. I just started with that, bro. And um, you know, just started strumming and doing that. And and um, within three months, I w- I had ended up writing a song, and I was able to play it. And it, it probably sounded like crap, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it was a song, come on, it was
2: a it song. It was a song, man, and it was, it, was it, it came from a deep part of my soul. I went through a traumatic experience, and um, I went to an open mic here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and I sat on a stool, and I strummed that song and sung it within three months of me picking that guitar up, and uh, the place was, like, just blown away and, like, just in awe, and it was, it was a magical moment, but it definitely established in me that, like, whatever you feel in your heart that God asked you to do even if it's beyond what you feel like you can do, he'll do it through you and he'll, he'll lead the way, man. And he'll empower you. And I, I felt very, very uh, empowered through that. It was a it was a great you know, moment. It's
1: such a, a powerful thing to be able to share from experience, you yeah. know? because it, this is coming out of your heart. This is coming out of your soul. This isn't some hype up, you know, blow sunshine up somebody's nose, any of that baloney, you know, it, it's like, yeah. this is you, this happened to you and it can happen to somebody else. Yes, You know, yeah. it, it, you're not the only one. And taking a step of faith is risky, but I think yeah. it's more risky not to take it and Facts, always man. wonder. I mean, it could. I, I think the worst thing is for somebody to get to, towards the end of their life and go, I wish I would have. Maybe yeah. if I had, I could have. No, do it now. Do it now. Yeah. And I, that is yeah. so amazing. And, and see, that I, I was wondering that because you and I didn't have a chance to talk about that. What got you started? And you know what else strikes me is having someone who believes in you. Your wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a gift. Oh, and, my gosh. You know, I cool. mean, and, and, and here she is. She, you know, gets makes it possible to get your guitar. I mean, we all need somebody that will believe in us.
2: Yeah, man,
1: definitely. Well,
2: that's why we need people, bro. Like, a lot of people feel like, oh, you know, I don't need nobody. You come from a a background where maybe your family let you down or or maybe you had some bad experiences and you feel like, yeah, I'm just – I make my own way, this and that. Like, man, we need some people in our corner that say, man, I I agree with what you could be. And, like, I'm going to encourage you to, like – go that way. You know what I mean? Like, you may not believe it, but I believe, you know what I mean? And like, I'm not going to let you settle for um, less than what you could be. Mm. And, Mm. you know, I had that in my wife, which is a tremendous blessing, but like, we all need that. We need somebody there to be like, you know.
1: No, we definitely do because the, the culture we live in, it's dragging you down. It's a weight and, and people are so critical and, You know, Mm -hmm. there's some great stuff that can happen on social media with stuff like this, but then people just get beat up, you know? And, and it breaks my heart when I hear somebody who's taken their own life because they, they were beat up and bullied on social media, you know? And and if I, I always wonder now, I don't know how true this is, but I always wonder with, with them, these, the, the, you know, young adults who do this, would it have been different? Had they had somebody in their corner who believed in them, Mm. said, you know, it's okay not to be okay. And I'm here for you. I believe in here. You can do this. Yeah. Um, I think back through, I've had throughout my life, several individuals. They've all moved to heaven now. Well, except for a couple. And and what I love about it is I think back about how they invested in me and how Mm. they believed in me. And uh, one of them, uh, the last time I actually talked to him, and he stopped me, and he and he said, uh, Steve, and I said, what? What do you need, Dr. Ted? And he said, it's always too soon to quit. Oh. And, bro, <laughs> I have never forgotten that. You yeah. Know, it, it's, and I like to share that with others because you feel that. You get discouraged. You get pulled down. You you know, it's something happens, and, and you don't realize that that's not the end. That's, a, that's, that's an event that happened, and you can get past that, and you can get through that. But, you know, I, I've been thinking more and more of the last few weeks, People say, oh, what does your organization need? Or, you know, well, we can always use more money because we can expand, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, we really need people. People, people. bro. We all need people. You know? Yes, it's, yes. We need people. And, you know, people can help us do lots of things. People can help, you know, lift our arms up. They can pick us up when we fall, you know. They can mm-hmm. encourage us, you know. it's We've got an audio producer that this guy is just uh, – you'll have to meet him sometime – John, he's, he's just amazing. And I love the guy like a brother. I mean, he'll come to me sometimes and say, Steve, it's like, how many times do you get knocked down off your feet? And he said, right. you're like, you're like Rocky, the Italian stallion. You just keep giving up. You know? yeah. <laughs> I said, John, I think it's probably because I'm too dumb to stay down, you know, but just those words from him. So that, you know, that, that really, really encourages me to hear that about your wife. I mean, that's awesome. And, and I, yeah, you would. We would concur together. People that are that are watching and listening, find at least one person in your life yeah. that believes Definitely. in you.
2: you Definitely. Definitely
1: says you can keep going. You can keep doing this. You can, you know. I mean, ah, that's, yeah. that's so yeah. huge.
2: It's yeah, uh, you need it. You need yeah. it. the loner loner culture is a lie. You know what I mean? And I try to oh, tell yeah, and absolutely. empower young adults and people that, like, man, you know. Don't ever try to be a loner, man. Because it's a lonely road, and when you run out of gas, who's gonna be there to pick you up, man? Who's gonna no. be there to book you up? You know what I mean? Like you yeah, need no. people, and so don't ever isolate. You know, don't believe the lie that you're better off by yourself. You know, there's yeah. there's some people that that are supposed to be in your corner, man. Find those. Find your tribe. And find a healthy tribe don't find a yep. toxic tribe find oh, a healthy no, tribe. that's
1: the last thing you need man uh, <laughs> and it will make a difference it will definitely yes. make a difference you know you find that yes. healthy tribe you you find that the people that are in your corner I, now let's jump to something um you and i this fall when we met and i mean it was like instant boom you know uh it, it was so cool and we had a con- we filmed a conversation that's mm-hmm. going to be part of a project that we're developing But you shared with me about something that happened in your life that changed your life. It's something I never experienced it. I hope I never do. But I am amazed at how you went through that and where you are now. Share that with us if you don't mind.
2: You know, we all have a phase where we're... Trying to figure out life, and uh, we may be figuring it out wrong in the wrong way. <laughs> you know, we may be making bad decisions, things of that nature. So I've, I've, I, I had made, you know, made some bad decisions that you know landed me, landed me in jail. I was following trends, I was following culture, I was following peer pressure, hmm. and I began to, you know, just live a life and an identity that wasn't me. Uh, it involved me having an altercation. That led to me getting a uh, assault with bodily injury, uh, misdemeanor, and some and a jail time uh, that sentence that I was facing. And um, you know, I had to make some difficult phone calls to family members and mm-hmm. let them know what was going on. And in that time, I had just kind of a light bulb moment, and I had multiple light bulb moments through my life, but that was one of the first big ones. It was kind of like, wait, man, who? This is not who you are. Like, what are you doing here? Yeah. This is not who you're supposed to be, right? Like, you're sitting here in jail, like, you could face some some jail time or whatever. Like, what are you doing with your life? And the light bulb went off of, like, this is not who I was created to be. Hmm. And uh, it began to make me ask questions about why am I doing the things I'm doing? Why am I involved in the things I am? And it led me on a track of self-discovery. And I'm thankful for that because those hard phone calls and being in that, you know, that jail cell and, and um, you know, having to call my mom and tell her what was going on. And mm-hmm. she's in a different she's in a different city and I'm in a whole place. I'm five, six hours away from her. Hey. What
0: are you doing? You know, what are you yeah. doing? I didn't yeah. like that.
2: You know, all those types of things. Like, oh, I'm tripping. Yeah. Uh, but it kind of set me on a path of recognizing that the life I was building for myself in my early 20s, you know, being mm-hmm. 18, 19, 20 years old Yeah. Um, Was not the way I should be trending. And it helped me recognize that, like, I need to make some changes. And that really, like, set me on a path of figuring out where I need to land my ship. And luckily, through the grace of God and through learning and the pitfalls and the bumps and, like, you know, making mistakes, I learned that that's not who I was. And identity is so important. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that if yes. you don't really know who you are and you don't have a great foundation of, like, who you're supposed to be and, like, morals and standards for yourself, you end up following everything. You will end up following the wind and you'll be all over yeah, the place. Yeah,
1: I was going to
2: say the wind. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be blown with the wind, bro. And um I was glad to have that experience and to recognize those things. Um I was sad that it took some of those things like to, to make some of those decisions and to like hit that rock bottom place and I had a couple other rock bottom experiences too, but to have to hit that to then pick yourself up and be like, no, I was glad it happened, but I was like, I sure don't want nobody else to have to go through those types of things, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, no. It's and that's so critical. I mean, you got a choice. When you hit bottom like that, you hit rock bottom. You know, you're either yeah. gonna look up and you're gonna get yeah. up. Or you're going to keep getting blown away and, and around, blown around and, and bounced around. And, and right. um, it sounds to me like part of that reason was you had something to draw on. You you hit rock bottom. But yeah. There's something inside of you. There's, there's that, that your soul and, 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 yes. and the, yeah. your, your, your values and your character. And it's, it's, yeah. I, I love that phrase, light bulb moment. And we've got to pay attention to them. Guys, yeah, we do. That, we do. If if you're watching and listening, if if you've had a light bulb moment or you have one, pay attention to it.
2: Definitely, you know? definitely. I
1: mean, oh. and call it what it
2: is too. You know, we we try to get mystical with these types of things and be like superficial. Sure. I'm, I'm I'm very unashamed of my faith and what I believe in. My light bulb moment was really God tugging on my heart. I'm from Texas, you know, Bible belt. You know, a lot of people call it a mm-hmm. Bible belt, right? I, I won't call myself a church kid per se, but I definitely came from a, a family where my mom really gave me a foundation of like you know brought your mom you know your parents not gonna always be there for you, but at some right. point you're gonna have to rely on God. Like we're not gonna always be there to do this and that. Like at some mm-hmm. point you're gonna have to call out to God and, and ask Him to come in and like lead the way, right? Yeah. And so yeah. my light bulb moment was really God knocking on the door of my heart and saying hey Brock man what are you doing Mm -hmm. this is not who I want you to be this is not what I have for you man you are kind of doing your own thing like kind of you know wake up bro wake up wake up wake up yeah yeah. and I was grateful to have those thoughts in my soul from what my mom planted in me of saying bro like God God's with you even if I'm not yeah Yeah. Um, you know know, and so when I'm sitting in there I'm like I know this is a guy tugging on my heart saying bro what are you doing Mm-hmm. And that, that led, you know, just kind of led me there. And I'm grateful for that. You know, a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people well, don't know what well, that don't. light bulb moment is, you know. And uh, I'm glad I was able to see that, recognize it. And, you know, here I am standing today, like, in a different place.
1: See, I'm so grateful for people like you and, and, and a friend uh, in my life like you because thinking about those that are watching and listening, they may not have somebody like you did in your mom. But they mm. can have you in their life. They can have you as an example. They can have you as somebody that they can look to and look at and say, if Brock can do that, I can do that. Um, yeah. And I need to look up. And, I mean, there are so many, you know, like that today. And I know you do some motivational speaking, going to schools and stuff, which we'll have to do some schools together sometime. I think that'd be, yeah. Yeah, you that'd be, know, that'd it, be amazing. You know, that, that'd that be just, oh, that'd be, well. Now, okay, yeah. you – hip-hop, rock, spoken word, neo-soul anthems, acoustic. (laughs) Those are just a few of the terms that that define your versatility in in your music. Uh, Any chance we can get you to do a song?
2: Oh, yeah. I can do a piece of it. I don't know. Let me see. We'll
1: take a piece, bro. We'll take a piece.
2: It's called Trouble. Maybe I'll just do a piece of it.
0: Trouble don't last always, dark memories will fade away, storms and light blow me miles, hard times hitting, sometimes we fall down, we've been made, two of nights, joy comes in, morning light. Hold on, I said, weeping back in the night, joy comes in the morning. Trouble don't last away, it don't last away. Disappointment and heartbreak seems to keep coming your way. But hold on a little while longer, because everything could change the day. we make made through the nights, joy comes in upon the light. Hold on. I said, We've made do of nights, joy comes in the morning. So trouble don't last away. Don't
1: last away. Ooh, I gotta get me some more of that. <laughs> ah.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. some unrelief. Yeah. Music I'm working on that, yeah, I'm working on putting some of that out uh i'm I'm more known for my hip hop uh and hip hop rock stuff. I had a lot nice little stretch of doing that for years, but I've been uh more focused on putting some acoustic singer songwriter stuff out this year, so that's my mm. plan for twenty twenty three is to lean more into uh playing and singing this thing, man, and um putting out some songs I've been sitting on for a while, so Hopefully, my fans are ready for a little Uh, Um, curveball.
1: Oh, I I think they are. This one here is, you know. So, uh, if people want to get some of your music, they want to know more about you, see what you're doing. Website? How do we go about doing this? Yeah,
2: yeah. um, So, website is uh, asaintmusic.com. So, www.asaintmusic.com. You can go there. Your links, videos. You'll see where I'm booked at. You'll see my schedule, all the things that I'm doing there. Recently, I changed my social media on Instagram just to go by my actual name. So it was originally, it was a Saint Music. Now it's Brockney Jones. That's my real name. Brockney Jones. So B-R-O-C-K-N-E Jones. So Instagram, if you want to follow me on there and uh, you'll see everything there. But uh, my website and then, you know, Instagram, man, just follow me there iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, all that stuff. Just good, search A Saint A-S-A-I-N-T, and you'll get a catalog of some great, great hip hop music, uh, man. It'll 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 be you'll you'll enjoy. You won't be disappointed for sure. Uh,
1: I love the versatility, man. I bro, I, I just love it. It's so cool. Now, aka a saint. Yeah. Talk about it.
2: Oh man. Um
1: how did that happen? Well, I I know it was
2: definitely inspired. I didn't I won't say I manufactured it. It came from a place where I was a um I was kind of new in my faith. I was a couple years in my faith. I didn't know I was supposed to be doing music. I, I hit a I hit a place where I was really, you know, down and trying to figure out who I am and what I'm supposed to be doing. I know my life was more than than my cubicle and working at the job, all that. And so yeah. I was asking God the hard questions and he was like, Yeah. You know, music is a part of who you are and what you're supposed to be doing. It's going to be fulfilling for you. And, you know, all the things that God was blowing my yeah, mind with. Like, yeah. okay, cool. And so, like, yeah, he said, like, go do it. I'm like, all right. So I started writing music and going, doing it and this and that. And he was showing me a lot of things. And then uh, he showed me this. And this is where a saint came from. He said, a lot of people think that they have to perform and be perfect to be received as good enough for God. Right? And he said it's quite the opposite. You know, a lot of religions say, oh, Saint Paul, Saint Peter, Saint Mary, these perfect individuals, that I can never be like that. Right? I never could be like that. Sure. And the reality of it is that a saint, biblically, biblically true, a saint is just somebody that says, I believe in what who Jesus was and what he did for me. And I'm a Mm. saint. I'm forgiven. I'm loved. I'm viewed as good. I'm viewed as righteous. I'm viewed as something that's valuable, not because of what I did or how good I was, but because of what Jesus did for me on the cross. And he said, bro, you're a saint. You're somebody that has accepted. It's an acronym. It says you're somebody that has accepted salvation. And now I testify accepted salvation. It's an acronym. I accepted what Jesus did for me. And now I testify by living my life the way I live it. And everybody that is ex- accepting of what Jesus does is a saint. You are somebody that is viewed as good, righteous, not because of what you did, but because of what a God, what God did for you. And that was where that name came from. It's like, I'm huh. a saint. bro.
1: like I'm, that's who I am. And so are you. Absolutely. hundred so percent. You. Yeah. You know, I, I did not know that there was an acronym there. So yeah. I was kind of asking for, I mean, that, that's, that's powerful. I mean, it, it's, it's, and it's truth, even though our culture doesn't want to accept truth. Mm-hmm. It's the truth about us and each person needs to understand that about themselves and they have that okay. opportunity. Um, yeah. now you're committed to, I mean, you, you've got tremendous influence, uh, as an artist, as a speaker, um, and you're committed if i understand this correctly to to like a powerful conscious art to a world that is yearning for change i mean this world is busted big time it's it's chaotic yeah. it's yeah. and yet you're saying hey i i want to i'm going to have this powerful conscious art to bring change um now i know collectively we can get together and and, and you know, bring change about. And, and in fact, I was just right. sitting there thinking about an event that we're hoping to do later in the year. And uh, you'd be awesome to have there. It, it would just, mm-hmm. it would be, it would be just amazing. We'll talk about that uh, yeah. another time, but what's? can you think of something that each one of us could do in our daily life to, to be the change Cause our world needs change. I, I, right. I, I don't care. You know, if somebody says we don't need to change, we need, there's something wrong with that, man. You know? The, the, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I yeah. agree. I agree. That's... I mean, I can sit here and fire off some cliche, you know, answers to that. Right. Like, we need yeah. more love. We need, you know, like a lot of things that you could, you yeah. could just fire off. Right. You know, the first yeah. thing that comes to, when you say that, what came to my mind was like, understand that our mental and emotional health is important right? Mm. If we're not taking care of ourselves mentally, emotionally, and like really self-evaluating our lives Mm -hmm. as individuals, then we're going to one, not be healthy ourselves, but then that's going to spew out and affect everybody else. Yep. Yep. Most of the times, all the chaos and the the, the traumatic things that happen in our world, things that we see active shooter, it shoots up a school, or you know, such and such does this or does that or whatever. Yeah. It's because somebody is mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, uh, like, neglected themselves or been like, hurt or harmed or traumatic, like, some kind of traumatic experience, and they're not well. If we begin to self-care, right, and then recognize that if we're not healthy, then we're going to be toxic to everything around us. Oh,
1: yes, yes.
2: And we just keep living this life, oh, I'm going to ignore this, I'm going to ignore that, I'm not going to focus, I'm not going to get well, I'm not going to keep these toxic patterns going, I'm going to keep then we're gonna negatively affect our environment, affect our families, affect our children, affect our schools, affect and it's gonna just be a cycle of hurt, harm and death. And, you know, it starts with us. If we want change, we gotta be a change we wanna see. We can't talk about, oh, the world's going bad, it's getting this and that. Well what are we doing to get healthy and and heal other people? What are we doing to be the change we want to see by starting to evaluate our lives and say what's out of order, what's not healthy, what's wrong, what's toxic in me. Let me work on me and then let me spread that healing to other people and so that we can be better people, man. Um, it starts there. And the nucleus of so that is love, man. Love yourself, man, and know that God loves you and know that God yeah. wants better for everybody. Right. Yep. And the truth is truth. You know, and yeah. we gotta we gotta get in line with that, and so that will be my answer to that. It's like, you know, be the change you want to see, and let's get let's all get healthy, man. Let's all get healed.
1: Now, there's that phrase, "Be the change you want to see." Yes. You know, let's stop pointing the finger at people. Let's stop criticizing this one and that one, and and this thing, and and uh, set it aside. You yep. want to see change, so then you be the change you want exactly. to see.
2: Exactly. Oh. Exactly. You can't help anybody until you help yourself, man. You gotta That's help right. yourself and go you help another one. You know.
1: Yeah, it's and, and mental health is such a huge issue today and, and we need to deal with it, you know. You know, we need to be physically healthy, mentally healthy, and spiritually healthy, like you said. You know, exactly. that whole balance thing there, a transformed person, and then yes. we can transform the culture, you know, and we can instead of being toxic, we can be contagious.
2: Exactly. And then a key component component to that, too, is once you arrive to that point, you'll start seeing all the things that are coming in and contaminating us. And then Mm. you'll be able to put a wall to it because there's tons of things that we could, you know, we have a whole nother pocket. We have a whole nother pocket. There's tons of of things that are just coming in and bombarding us with just toxicness and it's feeding the cycle. And we have to begin to start guarding ourselves, protecting ourselves, getting healthy and saying, hey, no, I'm not receiving that anymore because I want to be healthy. And then that, in turn, helps change things, right? You know, it just uh, does.
1: No question. And and that whole thing, we don't have to receive everything, you know, and we don't have to be afraid to put a wall up. Exactly. And, you know, exactly. we don't have to be putting somebody else down or anything else. We just say, you know what, I, I I ain't receiving that. I'm sorry. Right, right. That, that ain't coming in, you know. That's, yeah, exactly. And and nothing like that's going out either. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, exactly. You're taking that stand, exactly.
1: You know. Oh. Exactly.
0: oh. <laughs>
1: Man, there there is <laughs> remind us again, website and social.
2: Yeah, website is saint music, A S A I N T music dot com. You can get everything musically there, even speaking, things of the nature. We have links there. Uh, for yeah. music, if you're on any streaming sites, Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, just search A-Saint, A-S-A-I-N-T, and you'll get all my music there. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you'll see my name up there, Brockney Jones. Um, just hit the hit the follow button there, man. Uh, follow me. I'll follow you back, man. Let's build. Let's grow. Let's do
1: it, man. Let's do it. Hey, we got it. Yeah. We got to do this again. I mean, there's so much to talk about.
2: Bro, we, we're connected, man. Let's let's not let this digital thing be the only thing we do. Let's get in person and do some things together, bro.
1: I'm totally down for that. No, we're, yeah. we're going to do it. We're going to do it. So thanks. Appreciate you. Much, man. Uh, it, it's just so good to see you and so good to have you here, man. Love you and look forward to, to doing this again. Yeah,
2: likewise, Steve, man. Much love to you and everybody, man. Tell your family, say hello, and uh, let's connect and build more, brother. Love you.
1: Love you too, man. We will. This is U Talk Radio.